our cultural conditioning to quickly rush over grief and despair. I think this is especially the case in the church. When we get terrible news of the death of a loved one, a life-changing diagnosis, you know, the loss of a job or a broken relationship, we are often very quick to pass over the emotions of the moment. We try to pass off the heartbeat that we can see pounding in our chest. We try and pass off the clammy hands from saying it's the temperature in the room. We try and say that the welling up in our eyes is allergies. We are quick to say things like, God is in control. God knows what he's doing. It's not as bad as it seems. I know that God will work this for good because I love him. Romans 8.28 tells me that. We are quick things like that. Don't hear me wrong. There's truth in them. They've carried family through the darkest of times. But whatever happened to grief? Whatever happened to despair? I mean, the kind of feeling where it literally feels like you've got a ton of bricks on your shoulders. The kind of feeling when you see your, your chest and you beat it in agony. Whatever happened to that in our culture? Especially in our church culture. We simply don't see that anymore, do we? Over this Lenten season in our Sunday morning sermons, we've been asking the question, what have they heard? Or what would they have heard? Those standing around Jesus, those watching him do and say the things that he did and said. As I read the text for this evening's service, I read it asking that same question. And I invite you to do the same as I read it again. Close your eyes, put yourself in the story, and ask yourself, what would they have heard? Our story is found in Luke's Gospel, chapter 23. By this time, it was about noon, and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly... The curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. When the Roman officer overseeing the execution saw what had happened, he worshipped God and said, Surely this man was innocent. And when all the crowd that came to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow. But Jesus' friends, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching. Grief and despair. Verse 48 says, And all the crowd, when they came to see what had happened, They went home in deep despair. Deep sorrow. The Greek word literally reads to beat their breasts as they went home. This 
was despair. And it was despair, I believe, because of what they heard Jesus say. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. I entrust my spirit into your hands. As is so often the case, something Jesus says is rooted in Old Testament scriptures. It's no different with these last words out of his mouth before breathing his last breath as God incarnate. Jesus' words come from Psalm 31. This is a psalm that is full of ups and downs. I've heard it said many times, and actually heard many sermons, that this psalm is actually a psalm of great hope. Those I've heard speak on this psalm talk about how Jesus' cry would have reminded those around him of the hope they have in God. I'm not claiming that they are wrong. Listen to the hopeful parts in this psalm. Oh Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me, for what you do is right. Turn your ear to listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be my rock of protection, a fortress where I will be safe. You are my rock and my fortress. For the honor of your name, lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap my enemies have set for me. For I find protection in you alone. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. Let your favor shine on your servant. In your unfailing love, rescue me. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. You hide them in the shelter of your presence, safe from those who conspire against them. You shelter them in your presence, far from accusing tongues. Praise the Lord, for He has shown me the wonders of His unfailing love. So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. In our culture, the way we pass over grief, we cling to verses like this in a psalm like this. Yes, God is in control, and we can put our hope in Him. He has shown His unfailing love. I'm not doubting that, and I'm not questioning that. But I am asking, what would those around Jesus have heard Him say? Those standing at a distance watching as his chest rose and fell for the last time. Those watching the blood and water gush from his side when pierced with a spear. Those who heard him cry out, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. What would they have heard? What would they have remembered out of Psalm 31? I think they would have heard the other verses. Our text today said they left in deep sorrow, beating their chests in grief and despair. So when Jesus said what he did, I think he heard verses like this. Same psalm. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am in distress. Tears blur my eyes. My body and soul are withering away. 
I'm dying from grief. My years are shortened by sadness. Sin has drained my strength. I am wasting away from within. I am scorned by all my enemies and despised by my neighbors. Even my friends are afraid to come near me. When they see me on the street, they run the other way. I am ignored as if I were, a, if I, as if I were dead, as if I were a broken pot. I have heard the many rumors about me, and I am surrounded by terror. My enemies conspire against me, plotting to take my life. One of the other gospel writers, Matthew, told the same story of this scene. And in Matthew 27, 46, Jesus cries out to his heavenly Father, Why have you forsaken me? Now even though Luke didn't specifically mention Jesus saying this, I've got to believe that those around Jesus heard him ask that question. If you combine that quote from Psalm 22 with Jesus' quote from Psalm 31 before taking his last breath when he says, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands, I think the people around Jesus have heard despair. I think they would have heard grief. And I believe they would have felt it as well. Listen again to this passage from Luke. By this time it was about noon and darkness fell the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone and suddenly the curtain of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. When the Roman officer overseeing the execution saw what happened, he worshipped God and said, Surely this man was innocent. And when all the crowd that came to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow. Jesus' friends, including the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance, watching. If the people surrounding Jesus felt despair, if those standing there in the middle of the pitch black day, on the hill called Golgotha outside of Jerusalem, if they felt despair, I think we ought not rush by Good Friday. I think we ought not gloss over, ought not sugarcoat the despair and grief associated with this day. Tonight, I want you to allow yourself to grieve. I want you to allow yourself to feel the despair you should feel, knowing that Christ hung on that cross for you and for me. Tonight, Good Friday should never be taken lightly. Let's pray. Jesus, I'm sorry. I am sorry that you had to hang on that cross for me. 
And this evening, my heart is full of sorrow for that. I ask, Lord, as we move into a time of listening, of reflecting, that you would allow the grief and despair of those that watched the crucifixion take place, I ask that you would allow it to settle on us. May it make an imprint on our soul this evening. I ask, Lord, you would change us because of the grief and despair that those watching heard when you gave up your spirit. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I encourage you now to go to one of the